The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 706 on The Morning Jam, and we've had him in the studio before to talk about different things. He always has a difficult task ahead of him when I request him. And we have Ron Miller in the studio right now. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. It's good to be here. Like I said before, you're one of the few people that I would actually get up early in the morning for. So, uh, morning to you both. Well, it's an important subject to take on uh and and again we don't want to just be on here talking doom and gloom but Mm -hmm. we've got to be realistic about what's headed our way and what's already here Mm -hmm. absolutely you know i i have a difficult time having a binary perspective on this because of my background i'm a former intelligence officer Uh, homeland security official professor of government an elder in my church so there's so many there's a lot going on. Uh, a lot of angles to look at this. I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, I want to say um, I unequivocally uh, reject and repudiate what Hamas has done. Uh, this is a terror attack. Mm-hmm. There, there's, you know, it's one thing 100%. to go against combatants, but to take uh, civilian hostages, murder civilians, kidnap them, it's, it's beyond the pale. And it's interesting, the timing, the precision of the attack brings to mind Uh, the possibility uh, that a lot of other actors are involved in this. And that's something that we as a nation should be mindful of. Which our Uh, own government refuses to even acknowledge. People may not know this, but the uh, there was a, there's been a movement over the past two or three years uh, toward normalization of relations between Israel and several of the Arab countries. Mm-hmm. Saudi and Arabia. Saudi Big Arabia one. is yeah. the latest conversation, but there mm-hmm. are many others, uh, United Arab Emirates, Dubai, they have mm-hmm. actually entered into normalized relations with Israel. Which is which they are not going to have. There is an not element. Have that. There's an element in the Middle East that is absolutely opposed to that right. and would do anything to derail it. And um, I'll paint a scenario for you. This attack, first of all, it disrupted Israel at a particularly fraught time in its political life internally. And by forcing them to retaliate as they must, it allows them to create propaganda and other things that will spread among the general populace in the Mm -hmm. Middle East. And it poisons the And around the world. It poisons the well for any further normalization, which is exactly what these actors wanted. Mission accomplished. So, yeah. so from a geopolitical perspective, it, there's very little that you can say about this that's that's positive or, or looks to um, our national security and the security of the world in any uh, positive way. Um, of course, the tragedy of it is the innocence on both sides that are being mm-hmm. killed because these political actors can't... Uh, find a way to uh, coexist right they've, they've literally secured bombs and missiles inside of elementary schools hospitals and so it's on a, it's a long-standing tactic of hamas to basically hide behind people as human shields and it's despicable yeah so you know i talked to janet this morning about the 40 babies that, uh. that, that story came out and some of them were even beheaded which is i know this is a tough subject this is what Hamas but it, it, has it done. It paints a, a, a horrific picture yeah. of who we're dealing with right. here. So mm-hmm. this ground con- hand-to-hand urban combat is going to be very messy, and it could take a very long time. 
And the tide, well, the tide has already turned in some cases in our own Congress, the squad coming out, the 30, we, we had the story of the 31 groups at Harvard that said this is all Israel's fault. So really, they didn't even get a honeymoon, so to speak, as far as getting a chance to, to respond yet before they started calling out Israel. So, but Israel is going to be painted in a pretty bad light because they have to go in and do some atrocious things themselves by way of hand-to-hand combat. A lot of Israelis are going to die still, and, and these are combat warriors and maybe even innocent people because Hamas and their shots I noticed yesterday, shots from Syria coming, missiles coming from Syria. So there's different uh, camera angles of, of Israel getting hit. I, I just think it is going to be even more maybe gruesome in some ways in the days ahead and how should we deal with that because right now i you know i don't want to have a, a heart of hate by way of retaliation that is such a balancing act to do what must be done but yet not have hatred in your heart mm-hmm. well um we always especially say, when you hear the baby story yes yeah absolutely uh and uh Trust me, there's going to be stories out there about things that happen to children on their side that are going to be publicized. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things I did notice, you mentioned some of the reactions here in the United States, but I also noticed some very strong uh, pushback, not just from the people that you would expect, but from others as well. For example, the story of the student group at Harvard, Mm. the administration at Harvard came down hard and said they do not speak for Harvard University. And good for them. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of passion, let's face it. There is. Um, I don't want to ever say that there are not things going on, people suffering in any side of the world, but there is a response to that. There's a way to do it. And I would say for people who are just horrified by everything, um, and certainly for people of faith, I've been very reflective this week about prayer and how little we resort to it in these situations. Um, And the reason is because we don't really believe that God cares or is big enough. Hmm. We need to deal with those two things. We don't pray expectantly anymore. And and I had a conversation in one of my women's groups one time. Mm -hmm. When was the last time that you prayed for someone with cancer mm-hmm. and you really believed and knew that that god could reach down and touch that person and heal them like that that it, it really could have are you praying like well you know help this family accept the you know we need to pray expectantly mm-hmm. we have a big yep. god he needs to be our first choice not our last resort and and prayer always needs to come first because I couldn't have said it better. I mean, the fact is that God can do anything. And, anything. If, and if we believe that, if we truly believe that, then he expects us to come to him, not just with expectation, but with specificity right. in our mm-hmm. prayers mm-hmm. to say, I want this particular situation to be healed. Now, he will always answer. Right. It may not be the answer you want. Right. And we have to understand that we see... Through, through a keyhole, right? he sees right. the infinite expanse from the beginning of time to the, the end. end yeah. And so it's not ours to understand, but it is ours to believe he can do it and to say as much in our prayers. Yeah. Right. Well, we're going to have you pray here in just a, a few minutes. I, I want to talk about uh, our response as, as the United States. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, that have the opinion that Joe is kind of asleep at the wheel. There's other people running our country. And I think there's some legitimacy to to that argument. Um, you know, 
yesterday Blinken said not one dollar of the six billion dollars has gone towards this, but we we talked about earlier the shell game that's going on with the monies. Yeah. If you know six billions coming, then you're going to take some of your own, you know, economic money that would go towards, let's say, feeding your people and put that towards. So there's a lot of political posturing going on. Is it important for us to understand that? Because you can get so lost in that minutia. Mm-hmm. How important is it to have a general knowledge, maybe, but not because it just gets confusing because it's it's a he said, she said, he said, he said, government said, government said sure. kind of scenario. And I understand why people get uh, twisted around and all of it, because in our day to day lives with all the things we have to worry about, mm-hmm. trying to get into the nuance of all of this can take up a lot of time. My wife is always complaining to me that I'm much more involved in minutia than she thinks is healthy. Right. <laughs> um, it's just the way my mind works. Right. And But I think it's important because I believe in being informed. I believe in being um, not cynical, mm-hmm. but skeptical, mm-hmm. Right. if that makes sense, because um, you have to understand that there's always motivations behind things that happen. Right. Meek as a you lamb, know? wise as a serpent. That's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah, and it just seems to me that uh, because we're so busy and because our lives are our, our lives are have enough complications, we don't spend a lot of time being observant and things of that sort. But and that's so, why our country's in the shape that it's in, is because nobody wants to deal with those those hard conversations anymore. Well, hard conversations are hard for a reason. Right. And and I think a lot of people want to avoid the pain mm-hmm. and, and the struggle that those bring. It's I mean, human. That's, it's that's, a, it's yeah. human nature. But I think it's important. You know, one of the things that um, our founders, when they created this nation, also decided was to create a public education system. And the reason they did that is because they believed that it was important for citizens to be able to have the ability to discern things for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, for most of the world's history up to that point, education was reserved for only the elite. Mm-hmm. And it was something that allowed them to direct the narrative. Here we decided we want everyone to be informed. And as an educator myself, I happen to think that people have given education a bad rap. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that there are different things going on. I, I, I am grateful that I, where I work now uh, at Southwest Baptist, we emphasize the fact that we're not an indoctrination factory, even though, right. even though we have our Christian faith as our foundation, we want to teach people to know what's going on and to be critical thinkers. Uh, yeah, and to, make, to think. And, and to, yeah, to right. think. And you know, not, not what to think, but how to think. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage people, um, d- don't be cynical, because I do believe that uh, and this is my my optimism. I believe most public servants are doing the best they can, but I also know that public servants are trying to protect themselves mm. and pre- prevent the, the heat coming down on them. Right. When you talk about this money, I have no doubt that in terms of the technical aspects of it, it probably has all of the different walls around it that it's supposed to have. But as you indicated, if I know I have so much in an escrow account, so to speak, I'm going to take a few more chances over here with other money because mm-hmm. I know if things ever really get bad, I'm going to ignore convention and I'm going to go get that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just the yeah. way things sure. work. So. Well, Ron, be, before you leave, uh, would you would you just pray for our, our nation, pray for the folks? And we've been, we've been telling people to pray for the folks in Gaza. I mean, mm-hmm. they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They've been trained from little ones. We had cowboys and Indians. They have, you know, 
Hamas against Israel. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of fights they have as kids. They train them very early. They do, of course. And when you look at that situation there, that's a very densely populated area. Mm-hmm. So the civilian casualties are almost inevitable, and it's a shame. Yeah. So just pray on what we are to do as you know Americans and, and followers of Christ, and even those that uh, would would look at this because I can tell you on YouTube right now the end time message is popping up from everyone mm-hmm. from David Jeremiah to Jack Hibbs they're all talking about it saying people look this this hap- this is happening for yeah. more reasons than you may understand mm-hmm. so just pray that we would have that kind of uh, discernment for us this morning all right absolutely let's pray. Father, we thank you for being an infinite God, a God that not only knows all and sees all, Lord, but controls all. And Lord, we know that as we look at the carnage that's taking place in uh, the Middle East right now, in this war between Israel and Hamas, and I want to stress that, Lord, uh, there are people in Gaza who did not invite this, but they are going to be the victims of it. And I pray, Lord, that you would watch over them and to the extent that they are able to protect themselves from the violence, Lord. I ask that you would give them those means. I pray that this nation of Israel would be blessed, Lord, as you have always promised it would be, that you would give them the strength to repudiate this attack, to push back, to do what must be done to protect themselves, Lord, but to do it in a way that is honorable to you, Lord. Um, Here in America, we um, have our debates, we have our uh, different perspectives on things, but Lord, let us first and foremost have a heart for the people, the innocents, the non-combatants, Lord. Let us pray for those on both sides and just understand that what they're going through is just the consequence of war, and we know that war is chaos, and you're not a God of chaos, you're a God of order. Then, Lord, I pray that we would have the resolve to take a stand with Israel and to understand as uh, the democratic nation that exists in the middle of the Middle East, a nation that uh, wants to just live in harmony with its neighbors. Just pray, Lord, that we would uh, support them, that we would um, not undermine their efforts, Lord, but also make sure, Lord, that in all things that we are accountable not to any convention or to a protocol, Lord, but to you, accountable to you for how we are to uh, deal with people in ways of justice and righteousness. Uh, Lord, we pray that your justice would rain down on those who have committed these atrocious acts, but that in righteousness, you would protect those who are not responsible for this, that you would protect those who are in the path of harm right now, whether they live in Israel or in Gaza. Lord, we know that you uh, weep when these things happen. And we, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that we would rejoice when right is achieved and we would weep when wrong has been visited on us. Help us to know the difference, Lord. Help us to have discernment and wisdom in everything we do and say. And just bring us to a place, Lord, where your peace, your justice, your righteousness reign and all that is evil will be swept away. We thank you, Lord, and we pray this with belief and conviction in all the things that you can do, for nothing is impossible for you. And we pray it in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Ron, as always, thank you. Coming in at a difficult uh, time, and uh, we'll, we'd love to have you back as we kind of reflect maybe in a couple of months what did happen. Yes. Thank absolutely. you so much. Thank you. Ron Miller, it is uh, 721 here on the Morning Jam. Janet and I will be back with some stories as well. And we will continue this uh, coverage of what's going on in Israel, the Middle East, Gaza, Iran, everywhere, and your backyard. 
It's the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 